Good evening, and welcome to a very special Saturday night edition of Those Canadian Lads. With you tonight are our hosts, Jeff. And Brad. And Brad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special Saturday evening broadcast of Those Canadian Lads. We're here to talk hockey when there is no real hockey right now. Yeah, no doubt, eh? Wouldn't it be a Saturday night here in November, uh, sitting in front of the TV? You know, most people have their Christmas trees up, lights are twinkling. You got, you know, the Oilers and potentially maybe, let's say, the Flames playing on a Saturday night. Your juices are flowing. You know, beers are are being slammed back. (laughs) Of course. How else are you going to spend a Saturday night in Edmonton if you're not watching hockey and avoiding the cold? Well, I think that's... To be honest, right right across Canada this year, you know, everybody's uh, got to be a little disappointed. So this is our, our Saturday night edition, and uh, maybe we'll get ourselves prepped here for the uh, the upcoming season. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about tonight's topics. Yeah, well, as I said, with no hockey to be said uh, to be being played right now, uh, we're going to talk about the potential Canadian division that's being devised by the NHL. Obviously, with COVID going on, traveling back and forth across the border has proved to be too much of a challenge. The Raptors are in the same boat. So, the Tampa Bay Raptors. The Tampa Bay Raptors, hoping to be soon, <laughs> be Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay. Yeah, they are your home city. That's right for the yeah, NFL. Yeah. If I gave a shit about the NFL, I'd probably have a team like that, but I don't. Well, you, you pick a loser for a million years like the Oilers and just roll with it. So One, one of these days, they'll book it. One of these days. So as mentioned, we're going to talk about the potential Canadian division. Um, we'll start with you, Brad. What are your thoughts on the Canadian team staying within the country? So, yeah, so I have multiple opinions on this. My first, you know, first reaction to a Canadian division um, is this. It'll be a bloodbath. By, if they play three-game series, by the third game, the injury toll is going to run up, but it's going to be must-see TV. You know, let's let's look at it, right? You're going to have Montreal-Toronto play a three-game series back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, let's say over a weekend. It's going to be... It's going to be anarchy. It's going to be awesome. Same with the Oilers and Flames. You know, these teams are going to potentially play play each other like eight times um, in in divisional play. Uh, it's going to get. Uh, they're going to getting to see each other is going to get old, and they're going to start hating each other. There's going to be downsides, but what's your thought first of all? See, I I initially went down the same path you did. I thought it'd be awesome. You get like eight games of the Flames and Oilers, Senators and Leafs. Leafs and Canadians, you get those rivalries really going again. The more and more I thought about it, though, I thought about eight games against the same team. Now, for the players, yeah, maybe they kind of have a playoff atmosphere for games four, five, whatever that's going to end up being. But as the viewer, you're like, here's the Canucks again. Here's the Jets again. Eventually, you're just going to be like, I just, I've just seen this game so many times already. Yeah, that's going to be the the tough thing is the the repeat games. You know, as a kid growing up, uh, the Smite division played against each other quite a bit. So uh, you always saw either the uh, the Oilers, the Flames, the Canucks always on TVs during the week, and then the odd you know Eastern team rolling through. But I'm not concerned about that. My biggest concern is that six out of the seven Canadian teams are really good, and only four of them are going to be able to make the playoffs. If that's the way they set up, 
And I think it's, again, another... I'm feeling like we're being cheated almost a little bit. And I know there's circumstances that are completely out of the NHL's control and the players association's control, but it is a concern to me as a fan that the Oilers, if they, let's say shit the bed midway through this, you know, shortened season, you know, and have a bit of a, you know, tough go and they end up fifth out of the, uh, the seven teams and the top four teams get through um. Yeah, I, I, especially when you have teams like Anaheim, Los Angeles, and San Jose in the Pacific Division, um, it, it's concerning for me. So, yeah, and I hadn't really thought about that. If only four of the Canadian teams get through, you're really looking at, uh, like you said, seven of eight franchises are competitive. Ottawa is the only odd dog, odd dog out, effectively. They're dog shit. But if you think about it, even from an East and West standpoint. So Ottawa gets dropped out. Uh, maybe the Canadians go on hard times. Leafs will probably be good. But then you get more teams from the West getting pushed through. And then, as I said, how many? How much disappointment is that in Ontario and Quebec? Um, does that matter to the NHL? Maybe not. But because, like you said, there's not a lot of choice in the matter. If you can't go over the border, you can't go over the border. But, yeah, no, I just – I don't know. I, I guess at the end of the day with, um, you know – between the detriments of not being able to travel across the border and everything like that, ultimately, if hockey can be played, I'm willing to watch an all Canadian division. I just, I wish there was a better solution. So, I just like the fact that McDavid and Matthews will be playing each other quite a bit. It, it it'll create rivalries, and there's always that attention, especially you know Canadian versus Canadian team, you know during the season. So that's exciting. I hope a lot of the games are played over weekends, which will be nice. Let's say like a, you know, a one back to back and a, and a game in between, say like a Thursday and then today off Friday and then a Saturday, Sunday, things like that. That might be kind of cool to kind of get, you know, lumps of games over a weekend, especially if they are trying to mitigate the amount of travel coming through um, each of the cities. But uh, that's the biggest concern for me is just the, uh, competitive nature, not only of the Canadian division, because like I said, six of the seven teams are, are, are all playoff teams. They're all playoff teams. You have Winnipeg are great, you know, in the central division. Um, you have uh, Edmonton, uh, Vancouver and Calgary, all contending for the Pacific division title against Las Vegas. Um, and then, you know, Toronto, Montreal, um, again, two good teams up and coming teams as well, especially Montreal, what they showed, uh, you know, in the, uh, in the round Robin play there um, during the playoffs last year and the, the best of five, et cetera. Right. So um, yeah, that's what I'm excited to see uh, out of it is competitive play. But again, it's an anomaly, which is disappointing. And I guess that's the thing. All of us are, are a bit disappointed uh, going into this year anyway. Right. So um, hopefully we get a vaccine. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I, I think there's a reason to get your chin up. Like the, we've had two weird years. The two seasons are going to be kind of have an asterisk next to them, whether it be a reduced game count for next year. Obviously, the play-in tournament they had this year. Uh, congratulations to Tampa. But at the end of the day, everyone's going to kind of go, well, that was the weird year, and this one's going to follow the same. So it's going to be unique regardless of however they arrange this, make it kind of work. But like you said, Hopefully we'll see some great superstars play against each other. 
Always good to see McDavid go against anybody, especially out east, because he gets fired up for those games in that area. It'll, it'll be great to watch. It's going to be good hockey. That's the main part. It'll be good hockey until you steamroll into Ottawa and, you know, take a licking on those guys and then, you know, move on to Toronto or wherever and, you know, have a have a tough battle of a, a couple of games. But um, I'm just – I just want to see hockey. It's Saturday night tonight, you know. We're taping this around eight o'clock. We should be sitting down having a few beer skis and watching the uh, the hockey game. And uh, it's disappointing right now to be to say the least. So well, beer still goes with college football too. So, you know, <laughs> so. yeah, well, I'm rock. I'm still rocking the diet Pepsi. I'm treating myself tonight with a diet Pepsi. So, well, it's a raucous night with Brad. Oh yes. Oh yes. That's a good night. It's a good night. So you're, uh, you're all in mostly on the Canadian division. Yeah. As I said, whatever they have to do to make it work, get a season under the way. If they do that, as I said, we can write, we can take the season however we want to see it. Just go, okay, that was another weird season. Just, but get some games on TV. And I think we'll all be happy with that. Do you think they're going to resolve the, uh, financial piece here, uh, Moving forward, obviously the the NHL is looking for a bit of a cutback on salaries uh, based on the reduced season. They had a memorandum of understanding uh, when they last signed, uh, especially the extension on the CBA. Um, what's your thoughts on that piece? Well, I have to defer to Elliot Friedman and his uh, article he wrote this week about this exact issue, but. I would have to agree with what he had wrote in the article effectively is that the players felt completely betrayed by the fact that they came in with this idea. Um, When it comes to the players' uh, salaries and the financials that go with all that type of stuff, truth be told, when I read those articles and it's talking about escrow and uh, money deferrals and all that type of stuff, in theory, I understand what's going on. But regardless if the owners are going to come to – come to the players with changes that need to be made. Obviously, as I said, with the amount of money that's been lost over the last couple of years, what choice would they have not to? But it's up to them if they want to, you know, hold everyone's feet to the fire and not go play. There's not going to be much sympathy from the public where, you know, there's been impacts due to COVID, impacts due to the uh, economy here in Alberta. But at the same time, you're still making great money. Go play. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, uh, I, I kind of, I kind of sit in the middle of this one. We're not having much debate here tonight. I think we're both on the same. I think when we get to the jerseys, we might have a bit more debate because uh, I find my decisions on the the ratings of the jerseys is quite accurate. But anyway, I, I don't think that, so at all. No. That no. being said, that being said, uh, yeah, you know the players, uh, they'll come to this. Uh, uh, they'll negotiate. They'll come to an agreement eventually. Yeah, they'll come to an agreement. <laughs> Um, they want to play, you know, it's got to be like really tough on that human clock, you know, like you're supposed to start hockey in September, you know, get skating, you know, get going. And then there's nothing going on for these guys. So again, like it's, it's gotta be like throwing them out of whack a little bit. Well, you just think about your, like your regimented, your entire, your entire teenage life up to your professional, professional hood. Like, of course you're so regimented. You're just probably lost now. Some of these guys might not bounce back from it. Ah, few, few guys with a couple knee injuries, whatever. We'll just get another Keith Kachunk out on the ice. Ah. Who decided not to take care of himself at all. So if it's Matthew Mitch uh, to and he's been sitting, eating donuts for the last couple months, uh, oh, that'd be great. I'm all for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, bastard. <laughs> so that being said, so you know, serious topic aside, you know, we want to get things going, see hockey come back. You know, I'm sitting in front of my Oilers jersey uh, in my basement right now, a, a number eleven, Mark Messier, and uh, it, it excites me every time I see it because I'm. You must be the same way. I'm a big fan of jerseys. I'm a big fan when leagues throw out new types of uh, ideas and theories around their their you know their marketing and how they want to you know push uh, product to young kids and you know adults the same. And uh, I'm excited to uh, to discuss this topic because uh, some of the reverse retros were really good and some of them were garbage. So uh, I'm excited to have this conversation. As, as I said in a previous podcast, I think overall the general thing they put out, that's a win. I think it looks great for the most part. Yes, there's some jerseys that you're like, who I don't know what they were thinking with this one. But but at the same time, the majority of them are pretty good. I think I got a pretty good solid top five that I think uh, made the win. But yeah, we'll get right into that. Well, I think how we're going to do this, we're going to go back and forth between uh, best and worst. And then we'll go down from five, four, three, two, one. How does that sound to you? That sounds great. All right. So starting with the number five reverse retro from Brad's opinion, um, I love the Anaheim jersey. I think that's a fantastic jersey. It goes back to the uh, the roots of the, uh, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Um, it's great for kids. Uh, it's just an awesome jersey. It's, you know, a duck coming out of the ice. The, the the classic Mighty Duck logo from the cartoon. Oh, um, I think Wing. it's a Wild Wing. Yeah, I think it's a great uh, a great jersey, and it's it's nice to see that one back in circulation, especially in the white. Well, you and I are not too far off on that actually, because I don't have a number five, but I have a number four. Oh, really? What was I your number five? Even more deeply, but no, I I agree with you. The cartoon Wild Wing jumping out of the ice. It reminds of reminds you of when the, they first came in the league. The movies came out. There was a cartoon to keep promoting this team. Uh, it's awesome. I love any throwback to the 90s like that. Was it D2 when they're sitting around the fire singing We Are the Champions or or in the final game when they put on the actual Anaheim Mighty Duck jersey? I don't know. I think they, they put on the Ducks jersey when they were the Olympic squad or the Yeah, that was junior. I think that was Mighty Ducks too. Yeah. Yeah. Like and I was so excited. I was like, they're wearing the NHL jersey. <laughs> well, they're going against the mighty Iceland team, which nobody had ever heard of an Iceland player up to that point or ever again. So And ever again, because they again. don't even have a hockey team, I bet. Exactly. So I'll go with my number five, the New York Rangers. Okay, yeah, no, the Rangers were in my top ten. What's your reasoning behind the uh, the Statue of Liberty jersey? The, the solid blue with the white and red. That with the Lady Liberty on it. That is a that looks fantastic. It doesn't look classic, but it looks like one of those great jerseys you could throw on as your third one. You know what? From a you know kids of the '90s, that is kind of a classic jersey. You had Mark Messier as the captain. You know that's. That was his third jersey release when he was a a ranger, right? That was his first right. third third jersey. So I think that's a great choice. It's a great jersey. Like I said, it's in my top ten, uh, okay. but uh, it's not in my top five. Uh, so you had Anaheim again at number four, right? I had Anaheim at number four. So yeah, no, let's hear your number four then. So my number four, I just have to go to my notes again. Okay, so. I, I'm loving what some of these teams are doing, not only with some of their color schemes, but uh, the jerseys all together. My number four is Minnesota. 
I love the Minnesota jersey because it goes back to the roots of Minnesota hockey. Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> the North Stars. Dave Gagne and the Minnesota North Stars. Mike Medano and the Minnesota North oh. Stars. That color scheme is awesome. It's too bad they couldn't bring back the logo. Uh, they went with a traditional wild logo, but the color scheme and the logo, man, it's tight. And I hope they kind of move towards that color scheme moving forward because they kind of have a that forest green is kind of blah, in my opinion. So I don't disagree with most of what you said about it, but the logo with the color scheme doesn't do it for me. It just look as I said, they're taking the current logo, making it just the old North Stars colors. It, I don't know, it just throws me off just enough that it's not, nah, it's in the middle of the pack for me. What's your, what's your number three? My number three. My number three is the New Jersey Devils. And it is the Christmas jersey. It is, it is all because of the green. I love that green. It's an ugly color green. You wouldn't want it in your house, you wouldn't want it on your car. But on that jersey, I love it. Uh, and to be honest, it's a great jersey. Just a heads up. We fudged up the process that we told the listeners we were going to go in. So we're going to go with our tops and then we'll go with the worst because we might have more argument over the worst anyway. But uh, back to New Jersey. I love it. It's a great jersey. It's again in my uh, it's in my honorable mention. <laughs> yeah. I love how much no, no, it's it's sorry. It's in my top 10. It, it, I had a okay. number eight. I had it at number eight in my That's top fair. 10. Yeah, no, I think uh, it's just awesome. Like, just again, the color scheme, it's just really good. I have no problems with it. And it goes back again to the roots of the team when they were complete garbage. When when Wayne Gretzky called the Mickey Mouse, put up like eight points on him. So what's your number three then? All right. Okay, cool. So this one, actually, I might buy it. It was in, I had, I was struggling between my top three and where I was going to put this jersey. The Boston Bruins. I love the gold Boston Bruin jersey. I think it's classic when they use that whole 70s logo. You got that bear on the on the shoulder, that classic bear from the 70s as well. I think it looks amazing. The golden Boston Bruins jersey. Yeah, I couldn't disagree more. Why? It, I don't know. It's the the solid yellow of it. I don't know the color scheme. I don't know why it just doesn't work for me. I think Boston could have done something in black. I think it would look better. It reminds me of that Teddy Ruxpin jersey they had. Oh, no. I know, it just – no, no. I It was right out of my bottom five. No, I think I actually might buy that jersey, to be honest. You might put number four Bobby Orr on the back. I think it uh, I think it would be a fun jersey to have. I, I, I completely disagree with you. If they would have went black, they just would have went – continued down the same path they, they've been going down. They they, – they, took this reverse retro, you know, looking at the past and going into the future, they completely, you know, took that and ran with it. Black's intimidating. <laughs> so Playing is the Dano Chara. Playing <laughs> hockey still, okay? All right, all right. All right. My number two. Did you tell me your number three? Yeah, the Devils with the green. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, number two. Number two, Kings. Oh, yeah, like roads, Kings. man. Oh, come on. Oh. Lakers colors, Kings. It oh. looks fantastic. You know, it, you know what? That jersey looks – you know what? Somebody from their marketing department's like, ah, we got we to gotta put a jersey together. Okay, what we'll do is we'll, we'll take the classic colors because that's the colors of the Lakers, and we'll just slap that Kings logo from the 90s on it. Let's no. not even look at what the future look of this team is going to look like. Look. It this just is- looks – 
it's like a recycled piece of garbage and it should no be way. in the worst because that's it's literally in my worst list as well oh you no way this is a nice looking jersey as the lakers colors look good it's the roots of valet sports you're jumping on the kobe train on this one this no, one's another like oh like kobe Bryant. yeah you'll like probably be getting a number 24 kobe jersey la oh. kings no it's just a nice jersey yeah, when I see you walking around Edmonton in your Bryant, uh, you know Kobe Bryant uh, L.A. Kings jersey, I'll uh, I'll buy I'll, I'll buy be you shit talking you from across the street. I'll, I'll buy you a beer if you ever see me in a Kobe Bryant jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number do 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 deuce for me, right? Yes, for you. Yeah. All right, um, I'm going with Pucky. The whale tail, Carolina. Oh. Way to go, boys. Bringing back the whale tail, that gray 90s whalers jersey. Oh, way to celebrate your history. Oh. Fantastic. No, I, you know me, I love whalers jerseys. They're fantastic. The color, screams, color scheme is always great, except in the gray. Oh, man. No, it's such a cool jersey with that whale on the side, that cute, pucky whale. <laughs> now, the, as I said, in any iteration, a Withers jersey is beautiful. This isn't it. Oh, really? Yeah, no. No. Oh, man. I, I like it. You missed I the wouldn't bu- I wouldn't buy it. And there was I'd also buy the Boston an, jersey, but there I like was also that. an undeniable winner of the reverse retro game. It was the Colorado Avalanche Quebec Nordique jersey. Yeah, I don't think there's much argument here. That was my number one as well. Um, would you buy it? I am going to buy it. Yeah, I think I'm going to buy it as well, and I'm going to get it like a, a classic Nordique name on the back. You know, I won't go Joe Sackick or Sundin, but maybe oh. somebody from the, the the 80s, maybe like a Hunter or something like that, go Dale Forsberg. Hunter or something. That'd be awesome, eh? Go Forsberg or Ron Tugnut. Oh, the old Tugnut. Yeah, old Ron Tugnut, yeah. <laughs> no, is it, that that jersey just blew it out of the water for me. It's the purple with the blue from the Nordiques. The white, I just, it's a fantastic jersey. Oh, they did such a fantastic job on it. Oh, yeah. No, that's it. They won it easily. Blend the color scheme. Use that classic Nordique logo. The fleur de leaf on the bottom. Classic. They killed it. They killed it. And their sales are going through the roof. And yeah, I think that might for a a non like competitive or competitor team to the Oilers. um, That might be a purchase as well. You know, oh, yeah. Ripping around the old ODR with a Nordique jersey, the new Nordique <laughs> jersey, man, it'll be awesome. Oh yeah, no, I said whether it be the classic one or this new iteration, it is beautiful. But let's get on to the worst. Yeah, I'm excited for this list because uh, <laughs> we're probably gonna have a few fights over this one. Well, I, I just I I don't think we're gonna agree a lot. As I said I, I had a quick scan of your list, but. So for me, the the worst uh, number five of the worst ones is the St. Louis Blues. Oh really? I didn't think it was that that bad. Yeah, the, that contrast of the red going striking against the blue just I don't know, just didn't I don't like it. I do like the horn on the side, but other than that, no, it's, it's not good. 
you know what? It, it kind of runs with their color scheme from the 90s. I like I kind of like those jerseys. It was kind of like when Wayne Gretzky was playing with them and obviously Hall were all together and they had that diagonal stripes down the side. But, you know, again, not in my top 10 um, lovers and not my top 10 worsts. So uh, they were kind of in my honorable mentions of uh, as an OK, you know, jersey. Uh, my fifth worth worst jersey the washington capitals i hate this jersey i hated the logo when it came out back in the day when they were blue um i think again just a miss they went with their same color scheme that they already have it probably would have been all right if they went with the blue and maybe updated the logo a little bit but that oh it looks like garbage yeah no i'm I'm not gonna fight you on that one that's uh it's not a good looking jersey uh, if you, I, I like those old blue ones with that logo from the nineties with, you know, Jim Carrey, the net detective for one or two seasons. But I, I said, I like that Jersey. I don't like this new one that they put together. The red just doesn't sit well with it. Obi chicken, you know, wore that Jersey early on with, in his career. He, you know, it, yeah. it was all right when it was blue. It looks friggin' terrible in the red. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So you're number four. What do you got at number four? Number four is Detroit. Oh, I have number four Detroit as well. Hey, solid, holla, holla. Yeah, no, that jersey just—I don't—I have no idea what the hell I'm looking at with that white and that silver strip on the side. And oh, it's practice jersey. Yeah, it looks like a practice jersey. Yeah, it's a practice jersey. It, I guarantee it's somebody sitting back is like reverse retro. Oh, we've always been red and red and white, red and white. Okay, you know what we're gonna do. Let's throw some gray. Everybody likes a little gray. Gray is a pretty modern color. People like silver, yeah. Detroit Red Wings, if you're listening to this, and I know you're not, so you suck, and you did a horrible job. Way to go. Yeah. No, it looks like something you would have gotten like for Christmas when your parents can afford you an actual jersey. It's like, oh, this was at Walmart. It's a sweater that's kind of like a jersey. That's what it looked like. Totally. That's from the, the Walmart fake jersey aisle. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. All right. So we... We, we agree on number uh, four there. How about your number three? Okay, so my number three is Nashville. Okay, well, no, no what, what's, up, what's up with Nashville? I just hate Nashville. Okay. No, I yeah. hate Nashville, and I just think, again... Great barbecue. I've never been. You have. Yeah, it's fantastic. Honky-tonk bars. Little, little two-stepping. Hey, those are fun. I can't dance, but yeah, they made it fun. Yeah, right on. Uh, okay, so Nashville, for me, it just... No thought into it. Going back to the same shit they've always done. You know, the old same shit, different pile. <laughs> yeah. No, as I said, like, it's, it's not a win on the Jersey uh, Wall of Fame here. It's it's bland. Who cares? Were they in your worst 10? No. Well, they were they were, they were cusping the edge there. But I don't know, as I said, the for some of these, it was just so bad. And that's where I'm going to go with, going to lead into my number three here, the Dallas Jersey. Yeah, they were in my bottom 10. They were number six, actually, on my list. Um, they made it on the list. They would have probably made the honorable mentions. But again, uh, growing up as a, an Oiler fan after the heyday and like late 90s, early 2000s, anything Dallas just screams to me, uh, hate. I hate them. Right. And that jersey kind of reminds me of the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Betty Belfour uh uh dui days so oh those were great days those are great days at least they always made the playoffs all the time in those days just got knocked out quick but. hey they were fun oh, hey todd marchant game seven yeah. all right so you're number three 
Oh, sorry. I gave you my number three. Sorry, number two then. Sorry. I feel like kind of I shouldn't be saying this because I'm an Oiler fan, but my second worst uh, jersey is the Oilers. I think they uh, they completely, again, like at Detroit, um, like some of these other teams, they uh, they completely gave up. See, it was it was better than I thought it was going to be. Like when they did that teaser on Twitter uh, right before the jersey release, and they just had a little bit of the orange, a little bit of the white. I was like, oh, this is going to be an abysmal jersey. It's not that bad. As I said, if you're going to buy it, you're probably a really hardcore jersey collector of the Oilers. But yeah, no, it just I agree with you. It wasn't really good. I, I'm disappointed in the, like, whoever designs the Edmonton Oilers jerseys, they have zero um, creativity. To be fair, Oilers merch as a whole is not really that great. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it, other teams are coming out with some really cool looks. And the Oilers, I know they try to play this whole legacy, you know, we're, we're a legacy team, you know, we're a great team or we're a great team. And they try to keep that kind of not only the logo, but the color scheme. What they could have really done is brought back uh, a variation of the Todd McFarlane jersey. Yeah. yeah and yeah. people would have lost their minds. I, I was just about to say, bring back the McFarlane style jersey and use that something along those lines. Everyone's got great memories of that jersey. We all like it. It's an awesome jersey. It's way better than this reverse retro one. How how quickly would you have ran to the local jersey store to get a Todd McFarlane like oh, reverse no, no. retro? Yeah. It would be, yeah. be my second one. I got one hand yeah. in the closet right now. So yeah, I would have you know I would have paid a lot of dough for something like that. And I just think, again, they, they missed out and they know there, there's just a, a, a section of the market that they get that people will see a new Jersey and they'll be like, Oh, I got to buy this Jersey. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're just going to run to the store and buy it. No, that's what we do. Not right. me. I ain't buying that. Shit. No, I'm not buying this one though. Number two for me, the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, they were in my top 10. Why did yeah. you think that was, I liked it. No, it's just, I don't know, the gray. I was like, just looked at it. I'm like, bleh. It's, there's no excitement. It's like, who cares? Yeah. I liked it because it goes back to their WHA days. At least they had a little bit of fun with it. And they just didn't throw us a, a red, white, and navy blue Winnipeg Jets jersey. You know, playing with the gray, you know, playing with the the stripes on the arms. Um, I thought I thought they looked really good. Yeah, no. I, I said it looked bland to me. Yeah, it's great that they brought up a little kept uh, creativity when it came to how far they're going to go back on the retro, but no, nah, I just nah, didn't like it. Oh, man. All right. Number one. Well, okay, so this is my whole theory, theory about the number one jersey and my worst reverse retro jersey list. So Lou Lamarillo, he is no fun whatsoever. And... <laughs> He obviously was not playing the reverse retro game. And when somebody came to him from the Islanders and they probably said, Hey, we'd love to utilize the, uh, the, the captain fishing Jersey or whatever the, the highline, a captain. Highline Highline, Highline, yeah. And he probably like spat in their face and told them to get out of his <laughs> office. We're going with what we, what we win with and what we won with and all they did. And if you look at it from their current Jersey to now, well, they were, very- they were no, they just they reversed the stripes, right? Yeah, they, yeah. they reversed like the orange and white. It's completely just a joke. It's like 
if you're an Islander fan and you go out and run out and buy this jersey, oh, you've been had. You've been <laughs> had by by Uncle Lou. You know, you, you better wish Uncle Lou gets out of there quick because uh, you're going to have no fun there. Good luck at your games. Yeah, I, I didn't dislike it as much as what you're describing. Like, the colors look good. Jeff, it's the same jersey they have. And, they, I know, and it's a good-looking jersey. But, but it's the same jersey they have. I know, but... As I said, in regards to it just being a jersey, I think it looks good. But in regards to the reverse jersey, they have. Yeah. No. As I said, the same jersey they have. I thought fighting you on the fact that like they could have done better. Just saying, I didn't think it was that bad. It was such a sellout. It's like why would why would they even like put it in production? Like I don't know because they probably had to. They probably said you have to do this. I want to see the sales numbers on that jersey. We're yeah, going to track yeah. that down somehow. Oh, when these things go live, I want to see how quickly they sell. It's a oh, joke. No. And it's a complete mess. Why would they even <laughs> put that out there? I like your passion against this jersey. I'm passionate because it's a joke. Yeah. It's like somebody sitting there. It's like, okay, Lou doesn't want us to do this. So what are we going to do? Uh, maybe we just reverse the colors. Yeah, yeah, do that. Let's see what he says. Let's yeah, yeah, I like this. This is good. <laughs> Sign it off. Sorry. Well, I certainly don't have as much passion against the jersey I selected as the worst one. I just thought it was lame. You know, it looks like a bad time in their history. I don't know why San Jose would want to go back to those colors. The Sharks just... They have a great looking jersey with the teal. They go back to the Pat Falloon days with the jersey. I don't know why they went back to this, what looks like Tron in the early 2000s. Like, it's just a total bad jersey. They went to the Jonathan Chichu jersey. Yeah, like, I, I just, I don't know at what why at any point in time that would be your selection of your jersey history. We're like, yeah, we got to retrospect this into our lives again. You, you know, know what they're... An awesome jersey of theirs was their original jersey. Yeah, as I said, go back to the Pat Falloon jersey. It's a beautiful jersey. Once again, you get that shark fit on the shoulder. Looks great. You know, when they came out in the league, we actually got those as kids. And like, what a fantastic jersey. They like they did such a they made a new team look classic right off the get go. They 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 knew what they were doing. Kind of like Vegas. They put their time and effort into what a hockey jersey should look like. And they, they did a great job. Yeah, that silver and gold, every hockey every hockey fan's dream. <laughs> oh, man, no, the Vegas jerseys are unreal. Their, uh, their reverse retro is not. Oh, that reverse retro is terrible. But yeah, yeah they were on the reverse retro. I'm not a their jerseys, so. But. You, know, you know, I got to throw this. You know how to in my honorable mentions? After seeing um, Shane Doan wear it as Arizona's jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, that was right out of my uh, top five. That purple and like the space coyote on it, I love it. So. Yeah, I, I didn't. People are like black, but I actually didn't mind it. Like it's an it's an extreme jersey. It's like almost like you're going to like uh, a concert in it or something. But no, that's a that's a good looking jersey. Right on. Well, sorry, I, I came with the the gusto on the the Islanders jersey. I just think it's a fucking sellout. No, no, that's helpful. On a Saturday evening, you have to have gusto, or it's just another sleepy evening in. So, <laughs> with, with college football in the background, yeah. no fans in the stands. Good it doesn't matter to me. I don't recognize any of these players or these teams. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Smith from Colorado State. Oh, he's really good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Anyways, well, to make the CFL. Oh, I'm, oh and by the way, this would have been Grey Cup weekend. This would have been Grey Cup weekend. And I know we're a Canadian podcast, but you, the most Canadian event you can go to is a Grey Cup party. Those are fantastic weekends. I've been to a bunch of them. They're, they're phenomenal. This country is great to travel within. And the people that go to these events are the friendliest people in Canada. It's fantastic. What's your favorite Grey Cup experience? Probably Vancouver due to the weather <laughs> and being able to sit indoors during it. But no, the I don't think I've been to a bad experience when it comes to Grey Cup parties. Like uh, every city does it well. Edmonton actually Edmonton did a great job a couple of years ago, and the this, the team rooms are fantastic. Spirit of Edmonton is a dream. It's fantastic to hang out in. Yeah, I'll be honest. I haven't been to like the Spirit of Edmonton rooms. I've checked out some of the. Um, sights and scenes downtown Edmonton a couple years ago when they had uh, the Great Cup here. It was fun, but uh, haven't taken in any of the rooms or anything like that and haven't traveled to a Great Cup. That's actually oh, on the bucket list. Uh, I just want to pick the right city to go to. And um, unfortunately, the weather is always, other than Vancouver and either Toronto, if they played in there, it's the weather is always a bit uh, suspect. Yeah. And, and that will be probably a future uh, topic on the podcast is why the hell do they not move the CFL season oh. back a month? Bring it back to Halloween. It'd be fantastic. Oh, man, that'd and, be awesome. Yeah. And as somebody who goes and freezes in that stadium for the playoffs and, and any Grey Cup, ooh, it's, yeah, bring it back. Four weeks will make a big difference. It's a great league, and it's a it's such a great event. You're right, the, the Grey Cup. It's kind of, you know, kind of disappointing to kind of look at the news today and uh, probably be tomorrow. A lot of uh, uh, games will be being shown online and on uh, TSN, yeah. you know, some, some history games. And, you know, it's just disappointing to see. Yeah, 2020 claims it on us. <laughs> Not us yet, friend. Not, Not us, us yet. yet. Well, well that being said, I think uh, I think we had a, a pretty fun cast today. Pod. Yeah, pretty good for a sleepy Saturday night. So we survived. Sure. Well, you know what? That being said, let's, uh, let's close it out. Do you have any uh, final thoughts? Don't no, just enjoy the rest of your weekend and uh, good evening, Brad. Yeah, and for those who uh, listened in to our first two podcasts, thank you very much. Uh, we look forward to bringing you more uh, those Canadian lads podcasts. And Jeff, you have a wonderful evening. You too, sir.